Today it is Thursday and it is 9th of June 2022 and in our broadcasts reflection reflections on the Holy Quran this is broadcast number 323 and these days we are looking at Chapter 2, Al-Baqarah, verse 102, and this is the fourth broadcast in that series, in looking at the use of the words in uh, that verse of the uh, Holy Quran. These broadcasts are brought to you by Laser, Lahore MDS School for Education in Religion, and uh, it is a department of uh, the Lahore Mdia Anjuman or Lahore Mdia movement, also known as Mdia Anjuman Ishaat Islam. The uh, Mdia movement was founded by Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Ahmed Sahib, Rahmatullah who taught that although non empty Muslims, many of them believe that after the Holy Prophet Muhammad, prophethood continues, this is incorrect because the Holy Prophet Muhammad, because the, the, the Holy Quran says that the Holy Prophet Muhammad was Khatamun Nabiyyin and the Holy Prophet explained its meaning by saying, La Nabi Abadi, there is no prophet after me. So now no prophet shall come, whether an old one or a new one. Hazrat Mirza Ghulam said that uh, in accordance with the Hadith, which speaks about uh, coming of reformers, he was a, a reformer in a long chain of reformers. But he said his distinction was that other ahadis speak of uh, the coming of a Messiah and Mahdi and those titles applied to him. He was the Messiah and the Mahdi. And uh, he pointed out to Muslims that on small differences they start calling each other Kafirs and heretics and uh, all manner of things. 
But he pointed out that the Holy Prophet Muhammad had said that if one reciter of the Kalima says to another reciter of the Kalima, you are a heretic, you are a kafir, then this edict of kufr, of heresy, falls upon the person saying it. He is the one who is a kafir. So this is a very serious matter and only God can judge who is a Muslim and who is good and who is bad and, and so on. He hasn't given us any authority. Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Sahib also taught that uh, <clears throat> people say that some prophetic revelation is not included in the Holy Quran. It's missing like Ayah Rajab. And people also say that the order, the command, some verses of the Holy Quran has been abrogated. But he said this is wrong because God says I'm revealing it and I'll guard it. So if God is guarding the Holy Quran in his revelation, how can it be that something can be left out and how can it be that something is in it and its order has to be abrogated? And Hazrat Mirza Ghulam Mehmet said that uh, <coughs> non-Ahmadi brothers say that jihad means taking the sword and attacking non-Muslims. And if they don't, don't embrace Islam, then killing them. <clears throat> he said, Jihad does not mean that. The Holy Prophet's definition of Jihad was that on returning from fighting, the Holy Prophet is reported to have said that Muslims are returning from the minor Jihad to the major Jihad. And then he went on to explain that the major Jihad is jihad bin nafs, a struggle to control your own desires, your own self, to contain your greed and your, your uh, hatred and your arrogance and what have you. But yes, it's true that if you're attacked with the sword, then you respond with the sword. But in the normal course of events, jihad is actually controlling yourself, jihad bin nafs. So let's turn to the, uh, to the Holy Quran, <coughs> chapter 2, verse 102. As I've explained previously, it's a very long verse and I'll only recite the parts that we are going to consider. وَاتَّبَعُوا مَا تَتْلُ الشَّيَاطِينُ عَلَى مُلْكِ سُلَيْمَانِ 
ಕಮಾಕಫರ ಸುಲೈಮಾನು ಬಲಾಕಿನ್ನಶಯಾಪೀನ ಕಫರೂ ಅಲ್ಲಿಹರ and they follow what the devils fabricated against the kingdom of solomon and actually the literally mulki sulaiman means kingdom of solomon rule of solomon but some people translate that as prophethood of solomon <clears throat> and they follow what the devils fabricated against the kingdom of solomon but solomon disbelieved not but the devils disbelieved disbelieved teaching men enchantment so today we are going to carry on and in fact uh, the, the words we are going to uh, look at were repeated in the previous um broadcast but because i tried make uh, each broadcast self contained rather than saying to people you know go and uh, look at yesterday's or last week's broadcast we will briefly discuss them uh, uh, again so the words we are going to look at are sulaiman ಪ್ರೀವಿಯಸ್ಲಿ memory as well so sulaiman is we know solomon the prophet holy prophet solomon and uh, it is a proper noun um and uh, what well, that's about it really and it's used uh, in many places in in the in the holy quran uh, like this verse uh, and so on so that's the first word that was easy the next one is an expression rather than a word walakin so it has two parts two segments as they are called there's some technical name for actually uh, morphological segments so i can never remember that but i looked it up in my notes so and the the two parts are wa which means and lakinna that is the second part of the word 
So, uh, <clears throat> and the next one is the word Ashaiban. And uh, again, like Solomon, this is a proper noun. And that is, that is something's or someone's name. And we know that this is, uh, there are a number of different, different names. One is called, uh, for the same thing, uh, such as the police and shaitan. Uh, in English, you say Satan, which is the same thing. Uh, <clears throat> and so it is the name of the being generally thought to be an angel that refused to obey Allah and thought that uh, you know he was superior to Adam so he refused God's command so that's one use that it's a proper noun and another use is it's used metaphorically uh, actually yes it, 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 you know it's used as a common noun uh, and it's applied metaphorically to human beings who share this quality with satan with shaitan that they copy or display some of his characteristics. The most prominent one being um, disobedience. And it's a common phraseology in many languages in Urdu. If someone is very naughty and doesn't listen to the parents or the teachers, they say he's very naughty. He's a shaitan. He's the Satan. He's so naughty. He's so rebellious. Um, and so on. And you say the same thing in English, don't you? You know, you say uh, a child who's very naughty, you say, oh, he's a little devil, isn't he? <clears throat> and um, so, but let's look at um, its root is sheen for noon. And uh, we'll uh, look at it in a little bit more detail in that uh, some people say that um, noon is a part of it. The word itself, other people say, no, it's not. And uh, those who say that noon is a part of it, they say its um, root is sheen for noon, and it means distance. And you know, uh, Iblis, by refusing to obey God, 
he distanced himself from God. So uh, that is that. Some people say that no noon is not actually a part of the word. You know, in, in the way, in the same way as uh, in the last word we looked at walakin. I said wa is simply and. So they say it's like that, and they say if you uh, if you follow that theory, then the root become uh, becomes. Uh, Sheen um, and uh, Hamza and Ba, uh, which means <coughs> uh, literally uh, to uh, become hot uh, with anger. I mean, generally people say anger, but there are many emotions where uh, your blood flows and um, you know your face becomes red and your ears burn and so on but anger is the most uh, um, common one and we have things like he's burning with anger and um, now some people point to chapter 55 verse 15 <coughs> Sorry, there was a cursor in the way. Khalakal Janna Mimari Jim Minarin. Chapter 55, verse 15. And the jinn were created from fire. And uh, some people think jinn and uh, shaitan are synonymous and the notes i got from the dictionary you know the gentleman says the same thing but it's not necessarily so um, the word the term the expression shaitan devil is used for um, every entity that is rebellious, disobedient, whether uh, it is jinn or humans or uh, other animals. The Quran itself refers to this in chapter 6, verse 13, when it says, Shayatinal. And that is that shayateen, uh, um, devils, satans, from men and the jinn. So what does that mean? Well, it means that Quran is uh, lightening some people because of their qualities, their characteristics, their characters to shaitan, to the devil. Like the example I gave earlier on about, you know, the, a child who's cheeky and, and uh, disobedient and so on, you say, oh, he's a devil. <clears throat> Again, in another, in another place, chapter 6, verse 122, 
holy quran says wa inna shayatina and shaitan satan puts in people's hearts and many people when translating that when explaining that they say uh, shaitan um, how shall i say um, people bearing a resemblance to shaitan evil people they put things into people's hearts so here the holy quran itself is saying because of their characteristics there are some people who are akin to devil they put doubts in people's hearts they put rebellion in people's hearts and uh, so on in another in another place the holy quran i think it's chapter 37 verse 65 it says and like the devil's head and people have said but you know what it means and all this kind of thing but there is a, a hadith i haven't noted the uh, the reference but anyway the hadith says um, that the holy prophet muhammad said that jealousy is shaitan and anger is shaitan is the devil so you see the the point is this that uh, the excessive use of any emotion uncontrolled uh, anger uncontrolled jealousy uncontrolled hatred and, and enmity you know they're all the devil's work they're all regarded as devil and i mean the holy quran tackles this in many many ways for example it says don't let the hatred of a people force you to uh, to uh, act uh, unjustly towards them because that hatred is the devil that's putting things in your heart he belongs to this sect he belongs to this religion so that that that's okay you know you can be unfair uh, with him and 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 so on so the next word as i said kafaru let's have a look at that i can find my notes which i can't see hang on oh here we are yes it's root the triliteral root is kafa wa and uh, those three letters are used to make uh, 14 words which we find in the holy quran and together they occur uh, how many times 525 times in the holy quran uh, <coughs> and <coughs> sorry about that and uh, they 280 uh, 89 times as kafara and 
129 times as kafirun and what else is there 37 times as kufr 27 times as kafir uh, 14 times as kafara and 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 12 times as kafur and then other words made from these three letters um, uh, which occur less frequently like bonds or two three times and so on and uh, as i've explained previously that although in narrow terms and we have restricted most of the terminology of the Holy Quran to very narrow meanings and so on. <clears throat> and that is that anyone who denies God's exi existence or the Holy Quran or the Holy Prophet and, and so on. But the actual meaning of the word is to hide. <clears throat> night. The, the same word is used for night. Why? Because it hides everything. Darkness hides everything. Same word is used for a farmer. Because when he plants seeds in the ground, he hides them in the soil. The same word is used for the grave. Why? Because the grave covers up and hides a dead body. But as I said, in many countries, these words of Arabic, which have a broad meaning, have become restricted to uh, narrow religious uh, definitions but even the Holy Quran uses them in other uh, ways now you see if you study the Holy Quran you have Kufrun so what are you hiding you are hiding God's blessings. So this word means ungrateful. It doesn't mean, you know, if it applies to a Muslim, it doesn't mean that you're not a Muslim. It means you are an ungrateful person. You could be ungrateful to God, you could be ungrateful to your parents, you could be ungrateful to your government. The list is a long one. But what's regarded as a major sin is of course the denial of Allah, his, his existing or his existence or um, uh, his uniqueness. I was going to say unity but you know say God is one. No, say God is unique, he embodies all the goodness and so on. But that's a different 
topic. Anyway, so, you know, um, and again, Revelation, the Holy Quran, any of the prophets, etc. And uh, the word Kufran is generally used to uh, deny some blessing of Allah. You see, the Holy Quran itself is a blessing of Allah. So you should remember that as well. And if you deny the Holy Quran or you um, don't follow the Holy Quran, even, you know, the, 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 there are um, books and compendiums. There's a whole branch taught in many madrasa, well, it used to be taught, I don't know if it's still taught or not. It's called Hila and Hujjat, which shows that, you know, people went out of their way to find ways to pretend they were not being ungrateful, although they were. You know, the, the, the um, there is an example which says that, you know, a man asks, I have to go and give evidence in court and I'll be swearing an oath on the Holy Quran to speak the truth. But if I speak the truth, the person in whose favor I'm appearing as a witness, he lose. To make him win, I have to lie. But then I'll be swearing an oath on the Holy Quran to say I'll, I'm telling the truth. So what do I do? And that man is told that, look at the judge. If you know, if, if you can see that he knows something about religion, then what you do is this. You put your hand on the Holy Quran and you say, you know, I swear to tell the truth and blah, 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 blah. And then when you finish, then in a very gentle, soft voice, which the judge can't hear because he knows what you will mean by this, you say, Inshallah. Just whisper it. But if you think that the judge doesn't know this, then what you do is you put your hand on the Holy Quran and you say, you know, I swear by Holy Quran, I'll tell the truth and blah, blah, blah. And then you say, Inshallah. And then proceed to lie. Because what you said is, I'll tell the truth if God wills. So if you're lying, it's God's will that you should lie. Now using that sort of trickery is actually being ungrateful. And it amounts to comes close to actually denying the Holy Quran and its guidance. Because you're just using trickery. I mean, do you think you can trick God? He's not going to know what's in your mind and what's in your heart. And then this is why over and over again the Holy Quran says, uh, <clears throat> that people are ungrateful. 
chapter 86 verse 83 and most of them are not heretics not out of hold of Islam most of them are ungrateful because the Quran doesn't say it that I'm adding that because of the way they behave because of the way they they try and find their uh, tricks to get away with not having to follow the Holy Quran we've slightly gone over our time so with the prayer that whoever you are and wherever you may be I take my leave of you Assalamu alaikum, Khuda Hafiz and goodbye.